It's Linda Cobb, and you are talking dirty with the Queen of Clean. On today's show, we've got problems and we've got solutions. We're going to talk about how to give those brand new jeans that great lived-in look and do it now. Foolproof clothing fixes for all your needs. And what can a metal hanger and wrinkles possibly have in common? And so much more. But before we get started, I want to remind you that you can go to my YouTube channel and subscribe. I'm at your fingertips 24-7 with hundreds and hundreds of great videos, pretty much solving any problem you might have. So go to the Queen of Clean YouTube channel and click on the problem. And there I am popping up to give you the answer. Now, let's get started with today's show. And I want to start today with giving those brand new jeans that lived-in look. Now, new jeans don't have to be stiff and scratchy to make just purchased jeans feel like you've owned them forever. Remove them from the dryer when still damp and wear them for a couple of hours. The heat of your body will help mold them to your shape and give them that soft, lived-in look so they don't feel scratchy and they don't look like you just took them out of the box and put them on. Now, let's talk about some foolproof clothing fixes. Now, what about that warped leather bag? Nothing's more irritating than paying hundreds of dollars for an expensive bag and having it look warped and old before it's time. Or having an inexpensive but favorite bag that you wish you could make look better. So here's your solution. If your leather bag or even a vinyl bag is looking kind of slouchy and warped, this is what you wanna do. You're going to wipe down the leather inside with a solution of five parts white vinegar to one part of water. This will make it more flexible. Then you stuff the interior with tissue paper until it's back to its old self. Let it air out afterwards and you won't smell like a salad. I guarantee it. And you know what? If the bag is lined, you can still moisten it even on the outside the same way and stuff it full of tissue paper. Now, remember, test anything on the outside of your purse in an inconspicuous spot first. Now, what about that snag in a sweater? Well, cutting a snag off can create a hole. So use a sewing needle to push the loose bit through to the inside of the garment, whether it's wool or delicate silk. If the snag is difficult to push through, thread the needle with a similar colored thread and sew through that snag to grab it. Keep a snag from reappearing by tying it in a knot or dabbing it with just the teeniest amount of clear nail polish. But be sure you're careful when you're dabbing that polish on that it won't cause any bleed through damage. Another problem so many people have, and I'm one of those people because I actually have cats, is lint or pet fur on your clothing. Now the best weapon against fuzz is a lint roller, of course. But in a pinch, you can make do with a mailing label, the sticky back of a FedEx address window envelope, or packing tape wrapped around your hand with the adhesive side out. For fabrics that aren't washed often, however, use these improvised methods with caution. They could leave behind a slight residue that would eventually, oh no, attract more lint. What about that stubborn zipper? If it's sticking, rub the trouble spot with a dry, waxy lubricant. 
This could be a candle, it could be a lip balm, or it could even be bar soap. Just don't get any on the fabric since it could cause a stain. If the zipper insists on sliding down too far and way too fast, then sew across the zipper teeth at a point where you can stop it from sliding down too far. That way, it never goes down so far that you can't retrieve it back. Now let's talk about mildew. Mildew and its odor are very difficult to remove. You want to give these tips a try. You can soak white washable garments in warm water with a few caps full of bleach. Now, colored washables should be machine washed and then soaked overnight in a solution of two ounces of detergent with color safe bleach for every gallon of warm water. And machine wash it again when you're done. Now, for non-washable white garments, lay them in the sun. It's a natural bleach and deodorizer. And you want to lay them out there for a couple of days and bring colored non-washables to the dry cleaner. They can definitely help you out and you won't accidentally cause any damage. Now, you've got some ill-fitting sunglasses. Or maybe somebody sat on them, or you scrunched them up in your purse, and your plastic frame shades have become bent or twisted. Well, you can skip that emergency trip to the store and perform a quick home adjustment. Immerse the sunglasses in hot water or blast them with a hairdryer until the plastic starts to get a little bit flexible, as it does when it gets hot. Then slowly and very gently bend the frame back into shape. You can get by with this until you can actually go to a pro and have them professionally adjusted. I've had a lot of questions recently about stretched out cuffs on sweaters. Now, if you're like me, lots of times you'll have on a long sleeve sweater and you're going to cook or you're going to wash your hands. You're going to do something where you want that sleeve out of the way and you push it up above your elbow. Well, do that enough and those sleeves will stretch out and those cuffs will start hanging way down on your hand, not, not just fashionably so. So once your sleeve cuffs start to go slack, there's no surefire way to restore their elasticity. But you can temporarily tighten those cuffs on a wool or cotton sweater by dampening them with hot water and then drying them with a hairdryer. You dampen them with hot water and then dry them with a hairdryer. The dryer's heat and the hot water will work together to cause shrinkage. Sometimes even just running an iron, a nice hot iron over the cuffs is enough to contract that fabric. But if you do, make sure you lay something like a washcloth or a towel over it so you don't scorch the fabric. If you have scratched up shoes, there are some tricks that you can use to fix them before you wear them. And I really believe that people notice your shoes more than you think they do. Especially if you're going to apply for a job and people look down at your feet and your shoes look all nasty. Not a good first impression. So before treating a nick or a scratch on leathers or even on a purse or shoes, it's important to test treat a hidden spot like inside maybe on the handle or a strap or underneath a buckle. 
So for the safest form of scratch removal, try dabbing the scratch and the surrounding leather with a little white vinegar to swell up that area. You're going to let it dry and then buff the item with colorless shoe polish. And if you're feeling a little bolder, and I've done this before, and as long as you have a steady hand, it really does work, carefully fill in the scratch using a permanent felt tip pin in the same color. So grab that Sharpie in the right color and fix that, but do so very carefully because you don't want it to run over and leave a mess on the rest of the leather. Now let's talk about perspiration stains because you know what? No matter how careful we are, we all get them sooner or later. And these unattractive yellow stains are almost impossible to erase completely, particularly when they're on light-colored clothing. But there are tricks to making them fade. If the fabric is washable, apply a 3% hydrogen peroxide solution to the stain. Then you want to machine wash that garment in warm water. And if you have non-washables, you want to bring them to the dry cleaner. And when you do, make sure you tell them what the problem is that you're trying to sort out because they can't treat it if they don't know what it is. Now, if you've been hanging your sweaters and you have hanger dimples, well, clothes hangers, especially the wire ones, will leave those unwanted puckers in the shoulders of your sweaters and other garments that have kind of impressionable fabric. To work the dimples out, lay the item flat and then give it a blast of steam from a steamer or a steam iron. Or place it on a towel in the bathroom while you take a hot shower. That will release that fabric and let it lay down. When you put it on, just kind of reshape it to your shoulders a little bit. Last but not least on our foolproof clothing fixed, I want to talk about dull jewelry. The best way to clean and brighten all kinds of jewelry is to scrub them with a soft toothbrush dipped in warm water that's been spiked with a few drops of dishwashing liquid. Now for plain silver jewelry that doesn't have any gemstones or intricate patterns, a quick shine strategy is to soak the items in a mixture of one half cup warm water, three to four drops of dishwashing liquid, and one drop of ammonia. Now stick to those measurements. It's a mixture of one half cup warm water, three drops of dishwashing liquid, and one single drop of ammonia. Let it soak for about 30 seconds to a minute. Take it out and then dip that toothbrush in the solution. Brush it onto that silver really well and then wash it good with soap and water and rinse it well. You always want to be gentle with your jewelry. Now, at the beginning of the show, I said to you, what does wrinkles and a wire hanger have in common? Well, believe it or not, it's a static diffuser. To tame a skirt or any other garment that's clinging kind of indelicately to your legs, run the long side of a hanger over the surface and then underneath. It will decharge the garment without using any smelly sprays that can leave marks on your clothes. So remember, you want to take a wire hanger. It has to be a wire hanger, like the ones you get at the dry cleaners. You're going to run that long side of the wire down the outside of your garment 
and then you're going to run it down the inside of the garment. It is magic at taking away static electricity. You might even hear it crackle when it does it. Now, let's talk a little more about hand cleaning and hand washing delicates. We've talked about it before, but today I want to give you kind of the one, two, three, four punch on how to hand wash your delicates. So number one, you want to pick a gentle detergent. Now, be sure to use a product that is made specifically for delicates. Unlike your regular laundry detergents, which contain tough grease and dirt fighter ingredients that render them alkaline or acidic, detergents for delicates are closer to a very natural pH. And because of that, they're much kinder on both fragile fabrics and your hands, believe it or not. Now, these things would include something like woolite. I even like baby shampoo. I've used that many times. Uh, you can also try baby um, draft that you can find in the laundry aisle. It's for baby clothes, and it does a great job. So you'll want to make sure if you're using a powder that is well mixed before you start washing those delicate clothes. Then we're going to do a dance. It's the swirl, dip, and twirl. Now, have you ever done that? Maybe not, but it's the best way to get those clothes clean. You're going to fill a basin with warm water. Now, warm water is about 85 degrees if you have an instant thermometer. Otherwise, it's just warm to the touch. And you're going to add a small amount of your detergent, and really a teaspoon is more than enough. Disperse the soap by swirling your hand in the water. Then, Put your garment in and twirl it around in a circular motion. Don't squeeze it, don't rub it, don't wring it. Twirl it. Think of it as the dance floor, and you're going to just twirl it around. Don't pull or stretch the fabric or rub it against itself. These actions will actually change the garment shape. Now, third, you're going to rinse thoroughly. Now, after twirling the garment for two to five minutes, you, don't want to, you want to drain that water, fold the garment over itself, and gently press it against the side of the basin to squeeze out excess water. Refill the basin with clean, warm water and repeat the twirling and draining cycle. Do this repeatedly until the suds and the slickness of that soap are gone. Avoid rinsing your garment under running water because it can stretch it, believe it or not. Now, I used to rinse under running water. I always thought, well, that's the best way. But you can actually stretch that garment, so don't do it. Then the last bit of our dance is to dry and shape. You lay the garment on a white towel and smooth out any wrinkles. And before doing this, you can extract even more water with a salad spinner, believe it or not. Just gently roll that sweater, put it into the salad spinner, give it a twirl. Roll up the towel with the garment in it and press it down to make the towel absorb the water. Unroll and repeat with a dry towel. You don't want that garment to be dripping. Then finally, place the garment on a drying rack and arrange it to match its original shape. So that quick tip in the middle was, instead of pressing all the water out with a towel, 
You can put that sweater into a salad spinner and take it for a quick spin. If there's any extra water in it, press it out using a towel. Then you want to dry it on a drying rack. If you don't have a drying rack, you can even dry it on your counter. I have done that many times, and it actually does work out just fine. Now, let's talk about just a quick couple of kitchen things. Now, if you have a white sink, you know it can be kind of hard to make it sparkle. So here is a great tip for a shiny sink to make your white sink sparkle. Fill the basin to the rim with very hot water. Add one cup of regular chlorine bleach, or to be more natural, add a cup of hydrogen peroxide. Now, I have used the hydrogen peroxide multiple times, and I think it works great. You're going to let that sit for one hour. Then you'll drain and rinse the basin. Then you want to scrub it with a non-abrasive cleanser or with baking soda. Now, what is a non-abrasive cleanser? Well, there's one that I love and I use frequently called Bar Keeper's Friend. You can find that at grocery stores, hardware stores, home centers on Amazon.com. And it is wonderful at not scratching, but doing that final cleaning. And then finally, when you're done, rinse the basin really, really well and then spray it with glass cleaner and dry. That puts that final shine on it. And if you're trying to sell your house, believe me, this is a great tip because people really look at sinks. Now let's talk about some easy grease removal. Instead of soaking a dirty pan overnight to get rid of baked on grease, fill that pan halfway with water and add about a tablespoon or so of baking soda. You don't have to measure it, it's not brain surgery. And then bring that to a boil. Then remove the pan from the heat and drop in a tablespoon approximately of liquid dish soap. Now, is there one I like better than others? Well, yes, there is. I really do like Dawn Original or Dawn Ultra. It oftentimes is called both. And I think it's one of the best liquid dish soaps you can buy. So allow the solution to cool and pour it out. The grease should be gone with it. So you'll give it a quick finishing wash and rinse and you are done. Now, this is one thing I have found that really works good. When I'm washing something, and I got my sponge, and it's soapy, maybe I'm doing the countertop or something, and I'm trying to rinse it too, and I'm trying to rinse the suds out of the sponge. Instead of doing that, I've learned that if I use a spray bottle containing clean water to rinse off the places I've washed, then I don't have to worry about rinsing the sponge and going over the surface repeatedly. And it prevents that soapy film, which can attract dirt, and also it can leave residue. So what I do is I'm washing with my soapy sponge, then I'm spraying it with water to rinse it, and then I buff it with a dry microfiber cloth. And it works every time, and it looks great. So we're going to call it right there for today. You've been listening for almost 20 minutes today, and I hope you've walked away with some tips that you can use every day. So remember, if you have a question you want me to cover in the podcast, go to ask at queenofclean.com. That's ask at queenofclean.com. And until we talk again next week, thanks for talking dirty with the Queen of Clean.